Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Dion, and Adam for another episode of Wusha Weekend. And tonight we're going to do Avenging Eagle, a 1978 film. But before we do, I just want to mention that we have a Patreon, and if people enjoy the podcast, they should feel free to go to the Patreon, look at the different ward tiers. It allows you to do things like send suggestions for movies and vote on which theme we're going to have for the month and there are different reward tiers so depending on how much you want to support us you can get different rewards uh just you know i'll put a link in the description you can check it out if you're interested it helps us to get movies and get equipment when we need it so the last time we drew on the patreon was in order to get the moment of romance dvd for people so it, it really helps us to see movies we might not otherwise see and uh also this is going to be the start of uh multicultural month for our monthly theme so we'll be doing Ongbok next week for uh and the raid redemption the following week lady snowblood the week after that and then the man from nowhere so every month we select a theme and those are in part determined by our uh our voting on the on the patreon page so um so yeah so tonight we have the avenging eagle uh, a 1978 classic directed by uh sun chung and starring T. Lung, Alexander Fu Xiong, and Ku Fung. Um, this is uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, sort of a fairly straightforward film uh, about a, a really, uh, you know, evil and brutal master who raises uh, disciples to be cruel, cold-blooded killers. And when one of them goes astray by becoming good, he ends up... Uh, you know, having to flee from the master as he's being chased by all of his former former brothers, and in the mix is like a revenge plot involving, uh, you know, a family that was killed, and uh, you know, Alexander Fushung sort of plays the uh, the her- the heroic friend uh, as he's uh, going to contend with his evil master. So, you know, that's the that's the really sort of rough, uneven, concise description of the plot, and I kind of butchered it, but. What 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 was everybody's reaction to this movie? And does anybody want to add anything in case I glossed over a crucial plot detail? No, I think you pretty much went over everything. And yeah, I I enjoyed the movie. Um, it's very it's very typical, I'd say. Right? Uh, um, the I, I thought yeah, there wasn't anything like stand out about the movie, but there's nothing really bad about it either. So. Um, the fight scenes are pretty good. There were quite a few of them, uh, many different weapons and styles going on there. Um, and I think all the actors did a, did a good job in the, in their roles. But other than that, not really much else to remark on my on my part on the movie. I like this movie. Um, I've seen it a couple of times. I enjoy um, Alexander uh, Fushung in this because. Usually he plays the kind of goofy role, but in this one he was quite serious, so you got to see his dramatic side, even though he did a little um, comedic in there a little bit, just one little thing, but he played it perfectly, I thought. I think he was channeling his inner T-Lung, and they played off of each other very well, both in very serious roles, and Ku Fung was in it too, and he's always a good villain. Yeah, I thought this was just a really good, solid Shaw Brothers movie. I mean, there's nothing particularly amazing about it that stands out to me, but it was just, just 
very solidly made one. Good cast. It did a good job. Everything just kind of came together well in it. Yeah, and uh, I I like this movie. I think I think it's a very good film. Uh, it's very well shot. It's it's got an interesting structure because it has all these flashback sequences. And even though it's a really simple plot, I find the flashback sequences give it a almost like an illusion of complexity. And and so that 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 really works. Also, this is the same director who did Human Lanterns, Adam. Just because uh, uh, oh, okay. I, I thought you might find that interesting. Um, and and I don't know it's just it's just like a. a uh, it's it's an enjoyable movie, and I think what makes it work ultimately is the the friendship between T Lung's character and Alexander Fushung's character, and Gu Fung as just this terrifying master of this sect who who I mean he raises he, he his whole mo is he raises boys from a very young age to be ruthless killers, and he's just terrible to them do you know what I mean he's a he's a uh it, it's it's one of the most chilling uh martial arts villains i think that i've seen gu Feng play and uh and also the claws those golden claws at the end of the movie are magnificent you know the weaponry in this film is astounding i like the the sheer variety of weaponry that you get there i don't it's it's the kind of movie that strives not to repeat a single battle so it's not so like you you always have different weapons in the mix and they're oftentimes very unusual weapons the uh, the t lung character has a three-section staff and the um the alexander fushung character has these these sleeve blades that are concealed in his shoes because he wants to keep his identity hidden so it's it's i just love how the weaponry ties to the characters like that um and and again the 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 Ku Fung golden claws that he wears that his servants have to put on his hands before the battle th- those are are just terrific weapons in my opinion. Um, so so yeah so I guess uh, getting into you know sort of the the the, the you know, fighting segment of the program. What did people think of the fight scenes in this movie? Well, I think you you covered it. There's a lot of variety. I mean, it, with the fights in this, it is it is very very well done. I mean, like you, I really like the kind of claws there at the end that he had, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just it, it's it was just very well done as far as fighting goes. Definitely definitely worth watching if that's the main reason you watch watch uh, these movies. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Kenny. I was just gonna say, like, uh, the, the fight scenes were good, but what I appreciated the most about the fight scenes was, like, before the fight scenes, there's a sort of planning and strategical element to it mm. as well. It wasn't just like, I well, okay, against the mooks, it was I was I, they are they are one man armies against them, but against the sort of the, the 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 eagles, the named characters, they took it always took a cautious approach. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and, and even yeah, the eagles they tried to be strategic in how they tried to take them down as well, luring them to a forest so that his three section staff wasn't as effective. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and trying to make use of everything they could to try and take take each other down. So, I I feel like, yeah that, that sort of showcases to me like that how not just ruthless these, these these people are, but also how cunning they are as well. Which is probably what also helps build their reputation as um, yeah one of the most despicable clans in the region. I was going to say what Kenny said. They were really good plotters of just the way that they were trying to 
trap them in certain spots, like Kenny had said, um, made them even the more terrifying because most groups aren't that well thought out um, to get their prey, but they had a really solid plan. Unfortunately, it backfired on them. It didn't work so well, but... Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned the comedic scene with Alexander Fusheng, and of course that was a, a clever ruse that they were playing there with him uh, masquerading as the waiter, uh, innkeeper slash whatever that uh, was going on there. So, I mean, even that was uh, it was a setup for dividing up the characters. And uh, I guess I guess the only thing I'd add about the fighting is I thought the physical performances were all quite good. It was, it was, uh, um, you know, this wasn't a movie where I felt like I had to forgive actors for missteps or awkward motions. You know, there, very rarely did I see anything that, that, that bothered my eye when I was watching the action. So I, I liked that. And I liked how, again, you know, the, 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 just the way the weaponry was woven into everything and how it, it, it ended up even mattering for plot purposes and stuff. So. It was a uh, it, it, it it created a sense of this just rich martial world, which I think is really important in this genre. The other thing that I liked was there was a really peculiar effect with one of the uh, one of the killings when somebody threw a spear through the air and it la- and you see the spear fly through the air and then hit the guy and it's obviously like an old timey effect, but it was I thought really well done for the time. It, it you know you can tell it's it's not somebody really throwing a spear. But I just kind of like the way it looks. Um, you know, it sort of, it yeah, sort of, it, it achieved. I like it. the ambition of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't entirely successful, but it, it was still pretty it, cool. It, it wobbles a little bit, right? But yeah. it looked better than some of the effects I saw in like '80s movies and even some of the '90s <laughs> CG. You know, like it, it actually uh-huh. was kind of cool for the time. Um, and and yeah, it's it's obvious it's an effect, but it's it's it's. You're kind of cheering for it as it as it's thrown <laughs> to the air, you know? as, as it defies physics and expectations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I just I don't know. I just I just like that. It is it's it's a it's a nice it was a nice little touch, um, and also some of the scenes where people are like leaping backwards onto buildings and stuff looked pretty cool to me. You know, the, there were there were some nice uses of uh, uh, you know various effects to get those kinds of. Uh, you know, lightness kung fu type things, um, but uh, I don't know. What about the the storyline in general? Did people have any strong feelings about the story itself? I do like the minor element of intrigue that they sort of added, and the whole mystery of Alexander Fushan's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I wasn't really sure like this is the first time I've seen this is is not the first time I've seen this movie, and I can I still can't quite pick up when Alexander Fushan realizes that um, Tidong is the Black Eagle. I don't know when he get when he know when he knows that it could even be from the very beginning. That was kind of my thought. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've only watched the movie once, so I mean, I I could be misreading it, but I I kind of thought that he was he was essentially following him around because he knew who he was. But yeah, that's the sense that I got. I've seen the movie several times, and I always thought that he knew who he was from the beginning, and he kind of tracked him uh, to meet up with him in the desert. He had some plotting of his own to do. And so, you know, he made it work out so that they met up at a certain point 
in the desert where, you know, the black eagle was thirsty and didn't have anything to drink, anything to eat. And that was his way of getting in as a friend. But then they really did develop a friendship, a really interesting friendship. But nonetheless, it was a a tight friendship. Yeah. Yeah, because I just wasn't really sure if, um, yeah, if... It was something that Alexander Vushin's character realized along the way, or if he knew it from the very beginning. Because I know there are points when, yeah, when um, the Black Eagle was telling the stories about how he killed, yeah, uh, the woman and stuff, where um, Alexander's character, or he, he already knew, like, yeah, he had the anguish in his eyes and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I just wasn't. Yeah, because in that scene he was like fish. I think he wanted to know more about the circumstances of his of his wife's death, and yeah. so like that's the scene where he basically says that he killed her quickly, right? So mm-hmm. I, I think that was, you know, I, I with the Alexander Fushung character, and obviously spoilers. Um, I think he, he's obviously more merciful than everybody else in this movie, and he in the end abandons his quest for revenge entirely, and I, I suspect that that. The fact that that Black Eagle made a point of killing her quickly uh, was was maybe the beginning of that. Do you know what I mean? But I but I think he knew full well well before that 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 Black Eagle was involved in the killing. Um, yeah, I think I think the dramatic suspense. There was no really not a lot of question whether T. Lung's character was really good. You know, like in the in the final scene when he kind of does the fake turn. You know, it's like I didn't for a second think he was really gonna switch over back to the other side, but the but the, it still it still all works because the question of whether Alexander Fushen whether he is really gonna forgive him or whether yeah. he's just using him and then he's gonna get his vengeance is was 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 still very interesting to me. And and I like that it's ultimately about this friendship and a redemption for for the Black Eagle character and. I had we had done um, on the Wusha workshop. We did a terrible movie called Journey of the Doomed. And one of my chief complaints about it was this movie we can say ends in like a very tragic fashion, right? This is sort of a tragic Wusha ending. The, the Journey of the Doom also has a tragic ending, but there's zero emotion behind hmm. it. You just don't you don't feel anything, even though it's probably one in, in concept. It's one of the most spectacular tragic Wusha deaths you could put on paper. And I, I felt like what this movie does really well is it has the emotional impact when all of these things unfold because you there's that whole dramatic scene where where Black Eagle is is killing is is killing um the uh uh uh, uh Yushi Hung character, the Ku Fung character. And he is explaining to the audience basically that he now knows the difference between right and wrong. And it, it just has this weight to it when he's doing it, you know, cause the whole movie is sort of building to this. And then he's, he's perfectly willing to allow, uh, the, uh, Alexander Fushung to get his revenge. And Alexander Fushung doesn't want to give, to take revenge. And so he sort of, he uses that three section staff to basically commit suicide with, with Alexander Fushung's, sleeve blades and it's just this i don't know i like the the visual that you can only do it with those weapons right the 
because he's trying to sort of like Alexander Fushung's emotion is like, oh, my God, with his hands sort of out like this. Right. And I feel like just the way that the movie achieves that it has all of the weight that I want when I see a tragic ending in Wuxia. Yeah, it's a you don't want the Black Eagle to. Well, I didn't personally want the Black Eagle to die, even though I knew he, that Fu Sheng's character had to get revenge and that he had made the sworn promise. But because he's made such a 180 degree turn and he's given this speech, you want the ending to be different. But really, it couldn't be different. Yeah, because he he can't be redeemed if he doesn't die, right? Like that's right. sort of that's that's baked right into the story. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, it, it, and for the point when he when he says that he's sworn to die by his blades, that he tells or like midway through the movie, it's clear he is going to die. But the question in my mind is: is it going to be kind of like what happened, where he sets it up for him to kill him? Or is Alexander Fusheng genuinely going to try and kill him out of out of vengeance? That was the the thing that was uncertain to me at the end. I mean, I I, I was leaning towards it happening the way it, it did happen, but it was still a question. Well, and it's great too because Alexander Fusheng's line right before that is "All of my foes are dead." So it's kind of like he's that's mm-hmm. like where the mo- movie would normally sort of end it, and he would walk away, and you'd have that 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 sort of peaceful resolution. And the horror on his face when T-Lung grabs him and pulls him in is just, I, I think, really, really effective. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Kenny, were you trying to say something or did? No. Oh, okay. I apologize. I thought I cut you off, as I'm, as I'm, I'm told I'm prone to do. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I guess I do, I just I do want to sort of point out for, for that sort of last scene, the, the confrontation between. Uh, Kufang and Fushan and Tilong. Like I, I do like how it sort of comes down between uh, down to like Kufang's characters not learning basically that people aren't emotionless machines <laughs> and still thinking it's a chance, like and still trying to manipulate his way out of the situation. Like it really shows how much of a sociopath, I guess, would be would that, would that be the correct term for him. No, he's um, this, this is the most sociopathic Wuxia villain I think that I've ever seen. Right, like next to what was it? The the other the other uh, Sun Chung movie, the uh the the guy for uh Ma- Master uh was it Master Mung from um uh Human Lanterns? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's just he's just sort of a just a terrible person, and 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 like he he only sees people as means to an end, you know. So so I think I think that's a perfect. Exp- explanation of or description of what's going on is his failure to understand that people just aren't machines or tools to be used and you know he 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 can't see what's obvious to pretty much everybody watching the movie um but uh but yeah so uh, getting in oh one other thing i wanted to to talk about with the story i like that when when it's slowly revealed that t lung killed alexander fushung's wife that in that scene it's it's actually alexander fushung's wife yeah Um, (laughs) yeah that was pretty Ah. cool yeah yeah that was it's kind of a nice i mean i don't know i just i just thought that worked really really great um but did anybody have uh you know well let's let's go through the the characters individually uh because there aren't that many uh what what did everybody think of of Black Eagle, 
he pulled off the sort of conflicted um trying to seek redemption character really well like i i, I think you know all the characters all, all the actors in the movie pulled, pulled, pulled their weight here i think um i like how sort of even though he's you know, uh, a re- sort of trying to redeem himself. Like at the beginning, he is still using all his underhanded tactics. Like he's, he, he was like throwing sand in people's eyes, like doing very dirty yeah. fighting stuff. That, that I kind of I really appreciated that, just because like it's just like it's not like abandoning his means. He is just uh, choosing a different end for himself there. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And the fact that he, you know, I mean, well. As I wrote up, he, they defeat the bad guy because T-Lone basically does a ruse of pretending to join with him and stuff, which is essentially him manipulating his master, which is his master being someone who does nothing but manipulate people. So he ultimately used, you know, what he learned from him against him. And you can't just turn, uh, do a 180-degree turn, like, overnight. We don't know exactly how many days or weeks or months this whole story takes place but you some of your old ways like kenny said stay with you and you just use them for a different purpose to get a different end a a better end well and also and when you think about the situation like this guy's been raised this way like a he's been programmed like it's a cult you know and and so the that's why that final scene with him is so so great when he's screaming at his master and saying, I know right from wrong. Like, heaven has opened my eyes. You know, there's all these great little lines in there. Um, you know, he's we see that scene of him when he's like, like a young boy getting, you know, uh, uh, trained by, by Ku Fung, who's just brutal, really brutal master. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I, I like, uh, I, I always like T. Lung in movies and... I think this is a kind of role that sort of Taylor made for for him as a you know he just he he can he can pull this he can pull off being the the heartless killer but he can also pull off being the conflicted person with with a well of emotion in his eyes and so that's you know one of the things I think really makes makes him work and also the physical performance is 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 great um what did, what did people think of the Alexander Fu Shung character uh Double sword sleeve. What was it? Uh, Yu Yi Fan. I like how how you just just speaking about his weapons. There. I like how they sort of like slowly like crept up to it though, before it's like re- revealed for the first time. Like mm. you see him like messing around with his sleeves quite often, and then yeah, before he pulls them out, he's also like loosening things here and there, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, "Haha, I've got blades in my shoes." <laughs> <laughs> Those shoes must be a terrible pain to walk in. Like they've been walking in deserts <laughs> and stuff, and because I'm these, you know, foot long metal blades at the bottom of his shoes, it's not very uh, good for the <laughs> soles. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, probably not too good for the blades either. I would imagine. But um, yeah, I, I love those weapons. I think those are those are some those are. I, I don't. Know, I just like the sleeve blade idea. I don't feel like they would work all that well in real life. But they just look really neat, you know, and they and and, and they and they, and again, it's the, it's about the the drama that he's able to get with those hands as a result of it. He can just kind of he can kind of act with his hands after he's stabbed a guy or something. So it just it just works because there's I noticed there's a, there's a lot of scenes like Kenny was saying where he's sort of gesturing in a way like, you you know, his hands are important. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and so you and, and and he's and he's messing with the sleeves. But 
but it, I just feel like there was a lot of hand acting with that character around the uh, around the sleeve blades. Um, I don't know anybody else. I love the Alexander Fushong character in this one. Um, the fact that he could actually forgive the person that killed his wife um, was, I thought, an amazing testament to the character of the actual hero of the movie. Um, but I liked the way that he played it, and he was so so straight. I, I don't know. I love his straight characters way more than I like his silly, goofy characters. Um, you know, Disciples of Shaolin is one of my favorites, but I just, his performance was awesome. I had seen this one way after I'd seen all the kind of comedic roles that he does, and this is like one of my favorites. It's just such a heartfelt performance for me. It's you know, almost takes me to tears. Yeah, well, I think I think you know his forgiveness works too because you know in a lot of movies having someone forgive someone killing their wife would be you know it's a tough thing to forgive it would be hard to swallow but they really they really sit up well showing how Black Eagle pretty much was a victim of this you know this this sect that he's brought up in and everything they do a good job of that like even even the scene where they first fight other members of his gang and they're like oh well you know we we have to try and kill you because we'll get killed if we don't there's just this whole mindset amongst them that they're operating completely out of fear and being victimized as opposed to we're doing all this stuff because this is what we want to be doing and i think the movie sets that up all very well and i mean that's something that i think is you know really part of wuxia that uh you know helps propel a lot of the drama is the fact that these institutions are so important and it's you know you're clearly residing in a different time and place right where you know you just can't go and do whatever you want all the time you're you're often attached to the to the to the sect or some other kind of organization and that's where your you know your sense of place in the world comes from and and so uh, you know it's uh, um it, i i suppose like i i it, it, it's 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 sort of like when you watch a movie set in the middle ages in europe and you know the feudal structure is very important, right? It's that it's got that kind of effect on the genre. Um, but uh, I one almost of the, thought of it more like um, like gangs and stuff, like the mafia and more than I'd say feudal structure or whatever. Oh right? yeah, no. What, what I mean is it's it's similar in that the the importance of those structures are are uh, just like part of the genre. Do you know what I mean? Like. Um, but yeah, no, no. This was like this was like a criminal organization. So like his whole thing is he's basically raising these guys to go and send them out to steal stuff. You know, like just like take like he's taking gold and ginseng and you know all all kinds of things. And and so he just has this extensive network of guys that he can send to go attack, you know, escort caravans and you know, and so it's it's a uh, uh, it's 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 basically like you said, kind of like a mafia type situation. They're basically hijacking goods, um, but there's also this structure of the set. You know, it, it is a sect, and you know, Ku Fung's character is, you know, he's he's the uh, this this looming figure that like there's this scene right where where Ti Lung comes back to the sect after they think he's dead, and the master's so happy to see him. 
But then the master realizes he isn't wearing his black eagle pendant. And the master gets so angry. And that's when you realize, oh my God, this guy is this this really terrifying person. Like, like is he going to order T. Lung to be put to death? Or is he going to forgive him? What's going on? And it's just because he forgot to, to put on his, uh, you know, his, his black eagle medallion. Which... But he made it with his own two hands, so it was yeah. very important. No, it was <laughs> yeah. no, it was. That was very hurtful not to wear that. No, it was it. very important, and also it's the sort of thing that you wouldn't forget to do if you were the part of an organization like that. Do you know what I mean? Like if you've, you know, if anybody's ever done martial arts and knows like how belts work or anything, you don't forget to do those kinds of things. You know, it's and so I can only imagine if Gu Feng's your master and he's you know punishing people with lethal force, you you certainly would never forget to to wear that black medallion. So I think it was a subconscious decision on his part to not you know I think he was forgetting that he was part of this sect that he was losing that that aspect of his personality. Um, yeah, and of course his his need to control things is ultimately kind of what destroys him too because you know black eagle is just trying to get away that's all he's trying to do at the beginning of this movie and he's he's basically forced into coming back and killing kufong because kufong won't just write him off it's like he he must get vengeance on this guy for leaving him you know so that's he, he basically brings about you know destroys his whole organization trying to take this one guy out when he really wasn't going to gain anything from it yeah, because if 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 uh, he had just let things alone, everything would have been fine, right? He just would have been short one of his prized disciples, but yeah. he would have been fine. Um, yeah. But it was the best disciple who he was going to leave everything to. <laughs> you can't just let your number two walk away from you. Well, was he going to leave everything to him? Had he thought about it? Or was that just a story he made up at the moment? That's tough to say. I don't know. What does yeah, everybody think... think? That's a good question. Do, what, I what? think that T-Lone was the best eagle that he had. Yeah. Um, and was probably the smartest. And probably he thought was the most cold-hearted out of the bunch. But um, I think Wang Long Wei's character enjoyed the killing just a little bit too much and he probably should have been number two but you know I, it's funny because i was going to say well who are you going to leave it to vulture eagle which is which is wang lung Wei's character and i feel like he he was cold and deadly but he did like he didn't have the 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 um the i don't know, like like when 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 t lung shows up after they think he's dead the look of joy on Gu Feng's face is is very telling. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't feel like he would have felt that way if um, if Vulture Eagle had died. I feel like he would have just you know moved on with his life. Do you know what I mean? And he, and he and he would have and he would have divvied up the the booty uh, you know right away if Vulture Eagle had died. But when 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 Black Eagle was believed to be dead, he made a vow not to divide up the loot, and he kept to that vow. Right, so. I don't know. I, I feel like that's that's more of that's more of his manipulations there, saying, "Oh, look how much I care for you." Look, he probably didn't even need the money at that point. Like, look, I kept the money that you that, that you, you bought back, and I put, kept it in the vault. It's untouched because you know I swore. I'd never use so it, you're not right? buying it at all. You're not buying that, it at all. I, yeah, like I, 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 it's possible that. Um, I, yeah, I think it's very likely that Kufun does highly value um, the Black Eagle, right? Um, but it's it it's more of a well he's got the most potential and mm. uh, and it would be a shame to lose such a valuable tool. 
mm-hmm. as opposed to, uh, wow, I've raised this guy. He's, uh, I, I, I love him like I would a son if I had any children kind of thing, right? So it's, yes. it's more like, it, it, in the same way, like someone would be very happy if uh, their treasured sword was returned to them kind of thing. He, like he, This is more, I, I think you're kind of right, because I feel like the the... the the Kufung character is kind of like a big kid, like a lot of these villains are. And that look of joy on his face is the same look of joy a kid might have with, like, their favorite toy or something. Do you know what I mean? It, it's not necessarily a, a, a paternal feeling that, that he has. At best, this is like somebody who's reared a bunch of vicious dogs, right? And, and, and is using them for exploitative reasons, like some kind of dog fighting ring or something. And... You know, he's happy because one of his dogs, one of his vicious killer dogs that he thought was dead is returned. And, uh, but he, but he, but in, 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 in the next moment he could, he could behead the dog if he, if he felt like it. Um, so, so I think, you, I think you might be right there, but. That's but a regular analogy, actually. Yeah. The, the yeah. eagles are essentially just like fighting, like fighting dogs, really. Well, and he trains them that way. Like he's like, you see mm-hmm. in those training sequence with the kids, it's, you know, he, there's there's not there's there's no look of compassion on this man's face when he's training his his eagles, uh, and I like that there is eagles. I like that that's sort of the the that's a really cool theme. Do you know what I mean? And I know it's not intentional, but I just keep thinking of Augustus for my Claudius, thinking you know wanting his eagles back for some reason, and, and so, you know my <laughs> eagles, my eagles. Yeah, but, yeah. But but yeah. So so I don't know what, what about. I mean, we're already talking about him, but just to complete the thought, what you know, any any additional thoughts on the Gufung character? I like how he had servants put his corners on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I feel like, it, yeah, I feel, yeah, I don't know, it's just one of those things that she's just like so over the top evil. Where it's just like, wow, that I have to applaud him uh, and whoever thought that 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 would be a good thing, rather than having him like put it on himself. The fact that someone else has to put them on for him, for or, yeah, he has someone else put them on for him. It's just such a show of power and like authority that he just it just helped add to his imposing. Uh, figure already. Did uh did anybody have any favorite moments in the movie that we haven't discussed? I I don't know if it's just me. Um, I can't quite remember. So in in the first sort of major fight scene with the eagles, um. Did they make it? Did they overly make a point of the guy falling in the water for no reason? Yeah, I was oh. kind of very highlighted. I thought. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like a very strange sequence for me. You know, when it, there was like slow motion and there's like a music change, it felt like, and things were. Yeah, yeah. it was a bit more dramatic than than. than... There Maybe were a that was the first odd... guy at his own side that he killed. Maybe that was it. Was that the first of the eagles? You know, because he was, he was very reluctant to kill any of the eagles. Maybe that was what it was going for. Yeah, that might have been it. Um, but I feel like the uh, um, there were there were a few odd things like that. Wasn't there also a scene where where the 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 like Tilong is fighting, and you keep seeing these pauses in the in in the in the shooting of it, right? Yeah. And I wasn't yeah. quite sure why it was doing that. Um, uh, maybe it's just the way they cut the movie together, then. Mm-hmm. That's possible too. Yeah, sometimes there is that effect. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, I don't know any any other moments that people 
wanted to talk about? I thought it was a sweet, touching moment when he had the flashback of living with the family and discovering the difference between right and wrong and and finding actual love and what it means to be a real family and not this whole murderous group that's reared by a lunatic who's only out really for himself. And, uh, um, did you, yeah, I like that. Did you like the love story that was there with um, Shi Su? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was her name? Sui Fung? Yeah, I thought they had great chemistry on the screen. And I wish it had lasted a little longer. But that is the preface. Ugh. That is the reason why he's on this murderous hunt mm-hmm. to find his master. So. Yeah, it's uh, um, I, I, I like that that part of the movie i think it, i think it's um uh you know I mean, it's obviously really central to the to the to the the plot but um i i like the way that you have that and then it's discovered that the you know that the next person that they're supposed to kill is the uh is the man who saved him basically i think that's a nice smooth sort of way of bringing the story around um but uh but yeah so I guess we should get into our uh, recommendations. Just before oh. we do, oh, yeah. does anybody else find it strange that the boat clan is in the middle of a desert? Yeah, I would say that's strange. <laughs> I would say that's strange. Um, Maybe it's a translation thing in, in, in the subtitles or whatever, but it's just one of those things where it's like, the boat plan, he's heading towards the desert, so he's running from his master, but no, that he's heading towards his master to, to, to kill him. And that, yeah, it never occurred to me until just, until just now, I was thinking, oh, hold on, that's really strange. Maybe it's strange. like the desert is thought of as a sea, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The sea of sand. Yeah. I don't, that, yeah, that is kind of weird. Or maybe they meant boats as in tails. Because we see a lot of tails in this movie, like the golden tails, the little. English. Oh, okay. Because those are that's a boat, right? That's what those are. Those are well, no, boats. The thing is, I I remember the um, the eagles talking in the inn. I think it was where they were saying, ah, um, yeah, it, 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 um, the black eagle is too cowardly to travel by sea because he knows that we control the waters. Do you not, do, is, is, I, yeah, I no, I think yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah, I remember that scene. I don't remember it? that. Yeah. I heard it. I've had it dubbed in English. Well, here, here's what we'll do. We'll turn it to the audience because there's always a super fan of any of these movies, and this is one that I think there's bound to be somebody who's viewed it and analyzed it much more thoroughly. So, if anybody's listening and has any thoughts on that or can identify anything we got wrong. Feel free to weigh in in a comment or with an email, and uh, you know we'll if if it's if it's significant enough we'll address it next episode. Um, but yeah, so I guess we should get into the recommendation and ratings now. Um, uh, who wants to go first? Who would, who would like to give their recommendation and rating? I feel like mine's gonna be the lowest. So let me go first. Okay. So I'm gonna <laughs> give it, okay. So I'm gonna give it a free because I think it the movie is. It's very solid. Like it's definitely a movie I'd watch, and I wouldn't mind watching it again. But I wouldn't go out of my way to. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone told me that oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch my first Wuxian movie and it's going to be The Avenging Eagle, I wouldn't go. Oh no, no, that's a bad idea. Either. I think it's a very decent movie. Um, and I think, but personally for me, I don't think it had anything that was super memorable in it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, nothing's that enough for me to uh, think, oh, I, I need to watch this again, so I'm going to stick with a three. I'm giving it a four. I've seen it several times, and I still have an emotional attachment to it. I think the performances were excellent, especially by um, Alexander Fushung. I think um, T. Lung does some of his best work in this one. Um, and I do like the variety of the weapons. There were 12 eagles and 12 different weapons. And even Ku Feng had his special uh, weapon and Fushung had his. So, you know, the display of weaponry is awesome. So I give it a four. Mm, yeah, I'm wavering between a three and a four on this. I think, huh, I mean, like midway through, I was thinking it was going to be a three, but it is pretty affecting by the end. But I'm going to go with a three just because that three is not bad to me. Three means it's a, it's a solid movie. So I'm going to go with three on this one. And uh, and I, w- I would side with Dion and give it a four. And I think my reasoning would be, number one, I like the movie. And number two, I have the emotional uh, response to it that I that I want when I see a film like this. But I think most importantly, I feel like it's a quality film the whole way through. I feel like I can't think of an aspect of the movie that I feel like it falters. Do you know what I mean? I feel like the, the, the fight choreography is good. The shooting is good. The story is good. The emotions are good. The music is good. Again, this is coming right off of Journey of the Doom where the music was terrible, the shooting was terrible, the emotions were not there, the fight choreography was great, but the camera did everything in its power to obscure the fighting. So you were always struggling to view what was going on. After seeing a film like that and then having it contrasted with Avenging Eagle, I was just reminded of what a good movie Avenging Eagle was. So I would say it's a, it's a, it's a quality film and it's... A, it's a really good example of wuxia. You can, you know, you can you. It's sort of like Kenny was saying. You, it's, it's, it's not going to lead you astray with the wuxia genre. It would be a good, you know, movie for somebody to 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 enter the genre in, if only to learn what some of the tropes are and what the weapons are and what some of the abilities and things are and the kinds of storylines. So, I think it's a, you know, it's 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 one that's probably worth seeing if you want to find out about the wuxia genre. Um, so yeah, so that's. Uh, that's so I would say you know a four, and I would definitely recommend people check it out. It's available on Prime, so it's very easy to see, and people can start it and determine for themselves. And if they don't want to finish watching it, you know they can just turn it off after ten minutes, so it's painless. Uh, you know if they have front. Um, and yeah, so next week we're going to be on with a film I'm very excited to talk about, which is Ong Bak, because I actually have experience with Muay Thai, so it's a film I feel like I can kind of weigh in on a little bit in terms of the martial arts um but uh and also my wife is thai so when when ong bak came out i had a lot of the ins and outs of the plot explained to me in a way that was very beneficial to understanding uh what was actually going on um so yeah so so we'll be doing ong bak and that's part of our multicultural uh monthly theme and and yeah so again uh you know we'll be back on next week and until then we will talk to you later